had to sneeze. The <laughs> podcast <laughs> is ready. Let's go, everybody. <sighs> well. Okay, okay. That's a way to start the show. That Hello. That is a way to start the show, indeed. I hope that gets clipped, and I want to share that every Monday starting now. Now. That's yeah. our new intro. Uh, I've downloaded mm. all the clips and deleted all that I could delete. <clears throat> Seriously, over the last couple, two weeks, I guess it's been almost two weeks now, a little But we haven't gotten in trouble. No. So that's but, good. Uh, something like a total of... 50 gigabytes worth of clips. Jesus. Deleted that's... over 60,000. And a lot kept erroring on delete. Like, there's so many old clips on there that the systems we're using won't even delete them. Whatever. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty wild. That is too much. Welcome, everyone, to Hyper RPG. It is Monday. Is it? New Monday. week of content here. And it is Adam's birthday. Mm. Happy birthday oh to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Adam. Happy birthday to you. I've never been that close to making out with Lucas in my life. Oh, yes, you have. Yes, you have. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell them. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't don't be a liar. Um, what happens in Europe stays in Europe. Just like on the last couple birthdays, you know, mm -hmm. if if we hit our goal early, and I mean early, early, like really early. <laughs> like, like right now. Like <laughs> within the next hour or so. By the end of this show. Yeah. If we, if we hit our goal super, super early, um, Adam can decide what we do for the rest of the day. And I and have an idea of what I want to do. It's Adam's birthday. So if we hit our goal early, Adam just gets to be like, you know what? Screw this. It's my birthday. I can do what I want. But we might even go see the great outdoors. It's up to you. <gasps> it's up to you, man. It's your birthday. So. Outside, Papa? Outside of Could, this building, this are we, garage. Are we going to yeah. take a trip into town, Pa? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Maybe go to the market? <laughs> Get us some strawberries some and feed them to each other. Oh, I haven't had a meal in so long, Pa. <laughs> I don't know what tangent what? we're on what is, now. This yeah, is another show. Yeah, I just want to go into town. I'm not a part this, this just means that Lucas and I have not had a chance to like, go anywhere together. We could yeah. go get butter and crackers. And <laughs> yeah, you guys keep talking. I'm going to turn off this. <laughs> Honestly, I thought you were going to suggest maybe fish and chips and mushrooms. I was I transported my head into the Little House on the Prairie books and how it was like a big event for like a birthday event. They would go into town, but I don't know why I had a British accent. Right, it was like a mix of Little House on the Prairie and, and um, Oliver Twist. You, yeah. you definitely threw me off. I was like, are we going to the Shire or what the fuck is happening right now? I don't know what's right going on. We're gonna go out into the world for birthday. Um, but yeah, we we will uh, if we hit our goal. I'm going to decide that we're going to completely derail programming for today. We're going to go do something else. Because, God damn it, I don't want to work on my birthday. Just like every other person who, doesn't want to work here would? on the birthday. You would. What did we do for my birthday? We did something. Uh, you uh, were you still were like, quarantine. Oh, right, 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 right. I played <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, up. you played Animal Crossing and then peace the F out. Peace, 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 peace. Yeah. We could not figure out what we did for your birthday. We, we took Malika to Disneyland. That was amazing. <laughs> oh right yeah i can't remember i know we got you a cake i couldn't and we watched a movie yeah and i, I left yeah you left to go do a cookie quest or to set up a cookie quest 
to take pictures. Did we watch uh-huh. movies or something? Play games? We went to the desert. That was for your birthday? Oh, yeah. yeah, and then that's you broke right. your skateboard. That's right. And yeah. we couldn't stream because we lost surf. No, no. it's because my skateboard broke the second we stopped. Yeah. So the park we tried to go to yeah. is closed. Yeah. And then we went out into the desert, and I tried to ride my skateboard, and it immediately broke, and I got mad, and we came home. <laughs> you love to see it. And it was super, <laughs> super windy. And the top was coming off. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you were sitting in the back, and the top was coming off. You were having to hold it. So Um, what's our goal? If we hit 100% of our goal. Hell, yeah. Adam just gets to decide what we do. We'll go do something for Adam's birthday. Adam gets to decide. (laughs) What's his call? What are we tipping for? What what does the audience get for tips today? Well, I mean, a spot in my clubhouse. Ooh. Uh, Giveaway spots in the clubhouse. Clubhouse. And, And they get the comfort of knowing they're putting a smile on Adam's face. Yeah. Put a smile on. Uh, Every person that helps us uh, get closer to that goal will write their name in permanent marker on Adam's arm. As a guideline for the <laughs> tattoo artist who's going to then tattoo it. Yeah. Uh, Happy birthday. Speaking of clubhouse, thanks, Malika. I didn't for, agree to this. In my clubhouse over the weekend. Yeah, it was a lot of fun without you. My, uh, <laughs> my land- So I'm moving into a new place, and my landlord was like, hey, if – if you can be out by next weekend, we'll refund your deposit in full, regardless of whatever, because they <laughs> want to move in early. So I was like, bye. Yeah, I, I can't be available. Out. Sorry, Malika. Can <laughs> yeah. you do it? Uh, I full respect that. Has yeah. any of you ever gotten a full deposit back? No. 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 My Never. last place that was like 2K a month, I got like $400 back, and it was spotless when we left. But they were like, doesn't matter. We still have to repaint the whole thing. And I'm like, Why? I painted it. I repainted it as I left, so I was pretty mad about that. Yeah. Oh, that happened to us at the house. At the house. Yeah. We repainted yeah. everything, and then they, they only gave us like I half our deposit so back. Hard yeah, we on worked that. so hard. We had so many friends come and help. Oh, my God. It was like days and days and days and days and days, days of, of painting. Work. Yeah. And they, didn't, they gave us like a quarter back yeah. of Remember our deposit. Remember when I was like and too short and I had to If jump. we had oh more time, God. we would have fought them on it in court because they charged us for all these things. And then we went to collect mail like two months later and talked to the person who was moving in, and they did none of the work they charged us for. Mm-hmm. None of it. And so I bet crooked. that happens all the time. None of it. I bet they that didn't, happens all they the time. They didn't do any of it. Yep. Just That's a insane. way to keep our deposit. So the idea that you've got somebody who's like, I'll give you your full deposit if you just yeah. get out, is like, get it, go, do yeah. it. And my, yeah. my landlord is a piece of trash, so this was very unexpected, but he's trying to get it. Out, like he's trying to get somebody in as soon as possible mm-hmm. so he can uh, charge them an extra week of rent, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> to completely fuck them over. Yep. Yeah. Well, cool. Cl- Clubhouse was fun without you. Um, we pretended to be frogs and, and we licked things, sometimes each other's butts. Okay, that's, that's way group, better than that's, whatever that's, I would have thought that's that. a, <laughs> It's a group photo wow. of everybody what? in Clubhouse. What? I, yeah, I don't know if you can Chat room, can please get us the fuck out of here yeah, I quickly. Thought, <laughs> I thought we might just watch a movie or something. <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Elaki. Thank you, oh, Elaki. Thank you so like much. I said, I'm just going to remind everybody. We've yeah, done yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did this a couple times, a couple weeks ago. Oh, oh my God. God. Thank you, Peak One. Holy shit. If we hit our goal early, Adam just gets to do whatever he wants. It's his birthday. Pants are optional, y'all. So, oh, but no. <laughs> pants off, Adam's off. Adam's okay, popping off. Lucas needs a drink or something. Um, <laughs> it's one of the ways we've been able since quarantine hit. Like hitting those goals early is like it's kind of nice for us. Sometimes we love spending time with you all and doing really fun games and things mm. like that. But at the same time, it's really nice to break routine. Yeah, and have surprises. And yeah. for a birthday, that's like the best time to do it. Pants off, dance off. No matter oh, yeah. what, though, even if Adam takes over the schedule and does whatever he wants later tonight, whenever. 
uh, whenever, however, uh, I'll be playing a new game tonight. What in the fuck is the name of it? Why do you sound like I'm, I'm going to send you to prison and you're going to have to play I don't know jail. what the fuck's going to happen. If you're in charge, I don't know what you're doing. And I don't know if it'll be like, okay, Zach, stay home. And I'll be like, okay. Regardless uh, of whatever state I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> what in the fuck is that name? It's it's the from the creator of Halo. Dis, dis something. Dis, oh, Destiny. Dis Destiny. Destiny, for sure. Yeah. God damn it. Disin, I don't know. Disintery. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. My brain just went blank. Disintegrate. Dis- is it? Di- disintegrate? Disintegrated? I think is that it's what disintegrated. It is? Disintegrated? It, one of the creators of Halo has a new game coming out that's like a mix of real-time strategy, first-person shooter, and squad commands, where it's like a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Disintegration. That's what it is. It unlocks right now. Like, oh, it shit. was coming out at 4 p.m., um, and I had pre-ordered it because I love Halo. I love Halo so much. Yeah. It's like some of the original creators behind Halo's new game, and they're experimenting with new mechanics and new ways to do like a shooter. Mm-hmm. I want I want to know what the hell that's all about. Yeah, I might, uh, have, to, I might have to watch. So I'll be that. playing that tonight. Emily, I'm not getting a tattoo. Stop getting excited. <laughs> Does she want you to get a tattoo? I don't know. I'm a little terrified. If you get one, I'll get you one. You said tattoos, and now everyone in the chat room's like, if you oh, guys, a tattoo? If you guys get one, I'll get one. If, wait, how wait. about this? If what? I get one, you'll get one. And if I get one, you'll both get one. What about that's just negotiation uh, right there? Yo, shit! You don't have any tattoos, do you? No. Are we about to like Lord of the Rings? Like all get a group tattoo? I've thing? like the, I've I've, de- <laughs> yes. I've debated for so long. Like if I were to get something, what would it be? And I like haven't figured it out yet. I don't even care at this point, man. I'll match whatever you got. I've got this piece of trash, so like <laughs> it's all uphill from Dude, here. That's not even the worst tattoo. Yeah, I know it's not, but this one is ever present and meme worthy now. Oh, is it meme worthy because all white dudes have that? Yeah, it's- and I got it first. We all know that. I got this tattoo in 2011. You know what makes your special though? It's, it's got, got your dog on it. This is also a real photo I took. I mean, it's kind of like an artistic representation. Yeah, it doesn't of look a like a photo, photo but yeah. I'm so dumb. I never noticed there was a dog. Yeah, I got my dog, that's a dog. here. That's odd. Because I always see it from this side. I think that's why. Mm-hmm. Rescued that dog. Oh, really? Yeah, I rescued that dog from a friend in college. Who had? Uh, I don't want to call this person a friend. That's a stretch. A person's <laughs> okay. Okay, so I went. How do I say this? Oh no! No. I was very clearly one white trash at one point in my life. You what? How? It hasn't changed. Yes. Yeah, and one, uh, one point when I was going to undergrad in West Plains, Missouri. Malika's the bus uh, driver. It was a junior college that I failed out of. Um, before going to a, a, a full college, uh, I had met a lot of people there that I was like very quickly like, man, I don't think these people are a good influence on my life. I probably should find new friends. And then I couldn't find any because it was West Plains, Missouri, and I couldn't find any good <laughs> friends. Kaboink, oh my God. Um, and, uh, oh, thank you. there was a, in a house or it was like, there was these apartment complexes that are like the rent control, like super cheap, lots of bad stuff. Like the cops would show up at this apartment complex at least once a week. Lots of fucked up stuff would go down, uh, drug deals, things like that. It's just like, you know, low income housing in the middle of Missouri. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of the guys in one of the apartments, like went over there one day and he had a group of puppies, um, in the corner. And I was like, Oh my God, those are really cute puppies. And he's like, man, fuck these dogs. And then like, they were blowing like marijuana smoke and <gasps> into their faces no. and feeding them alcohol and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm going to take these. Uh, so I just grabbed them and left and nobody really cared. But 
Um, Jeez. Grabbed them and left and gave two of them to two friends and then kept one of them. And that was Adi. But not too long after I got him, like he was so malnutrition, he lost all his hair. Like all his hair fell off and everything like that. So he was a rescue dog for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that dog, though, was the most protective. Mm-hmm. Like... If anyone dared fuck with my mom or Lucas, mm. oh, he was a very, they very good do- guard dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> they would die. Which yeah. is like, like it was annoying having like people over, but we had like we had a, a a big fence for him, like a pen, which he was a very crafty dog. It was insane watching this dog figure out ways to get out yeah. of it. <laughs> but like in that area, it was nice to have a dog like that. I think they. Ultimately, it's appreciated oh, to have yeah. a dog be able to bark whenever somebody comes over. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a bark; it's a "I'm gonna eat I'm your gonna tire you. if you don't leave." <laughs> oh my god! Like the kind—I mean, he was half Rottweiler, yeah. and he was just whoo that dog. What a good boy! He was a good boy. He was a good boy. He was a good boy. Oh, man, he was. Any but man, if mom though. was home alone, though, he would just decide <clears> that. And it's—it's it's funny how dogs can be like that, where it can understand. Oh, all the boys are gone in the house, and mom's home alone. And I'm going to be her ultimate protector. Mm-hmm. You know, like he would never like growl at dad or anything like that. But if dad would leave now, all of a sudden it's like, OK, I'm taking I'm, over. I'm up, I'm up. And it seriously, if anyone came down our driveway, even if the family knew them, if mom was home alone, doesn't fly. Dad's yeah. home. We're home. It's cool. It's fine. No except, big deal. Except apparently the UPS guy because the UPS guy gave him treats. <laughs> and that's all it takes for any dog. He's got to bribe a dog. Like, I'll fucking kill. Oh, is that turkey? <laughs> How do you think we get the dogs to come so calm upstairs? Yeah. yeah. We give that them treats. That was Audi though. So uh, I like that you have Audi forever. F- yeah. You know. Yeah. There's, it's a cool tattoo. I'm, I don't regret this tattoo in any, in any way. I don't know if I ever even told you where I got Audi from. I think I know. Yeah. I think I remember. Yeah. It was, it was a good boy. Was Guys, good we're already boy. at 67% of our goal. That's crazy, Whoa. dude. You might be able to pick what That's you do for your birthday. Birds. But we're doing Hypercast right now. Yeah. Which is kind of a way for us all to catch up, catch up with the audience, tell them anything special going yeah. on. Before we get too far into I haven't it. Even, and I haven't been here since Thursday, so I don't know what the fuck happened on Friday. Oh, I'm surprised oh. the studio's still standing. <laughs> uh, still undefeated, baby. Oh, my uh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> still undefeated, I don't want to fucking talk about it. I was so close to winning. <laughs> uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh I was so close. I y'all can't give me no a win. No wonder you were in such a good mood this morning. Hey, hey, how you doing? Happy <laughs> birthday. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with him? I was about to do like so much damage. And then y'all were like, here's a monster's deck. I don't know. Figure it out. I, I had no chance. I just kept drawing lands. Uh, yeah. It really sucked. Yeah, uh, so Friday I continued to win. Uh, you know, it's a theme around here, I guess. But um, uh, Malika, I think, has a pretty special announcement about something going on this week. Oh, about Thursday? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm going to be a... <laughs> I love when you put her on the spot because she's always like, I do? Oh, yeah. See, this is... Oh, okay. I, have, I have, like, CEO <laughs> she's brain. She's like, and I'm I have like, 5,000 other yeah. things in my brain right now. Which one? <laughs> Oh. Uh, I'm like, which one can I talk about? Yeah. Okay, Malika, so but I'm let's not pretend. <laughs> you started the day today. The very first thing I heard you say to me or Adam, uh, you started the day by coming down into the office and being like, Thanks, you're it's rolling. your party. Cry if you want to. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Is what she told you when she first came into the office this it's morning. It's a song. Wait. You ever heard of it? Oh, yeah. Yes, because yeah. I was like, That's I, I it's looked and your I was like, party what? and you cry. <laughs> Okay. But it's always great because there's no context in or around it. It's just a <laughs> statement and then staring at you. Well, I mean, he doesn't need cry? to be told it's his birthday. 
Uh, I just want to reaffirm that it's his party. He can cry uh, if he wants to. Yep. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, so this Thursday, I'm super, super excited. I was dropping some hints last week, but I am in a very legit food competition. Yeah, dude. Very legit. It's going to be on the Food Beast Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Food Beast, from 1 to 5 Pacific time. And I am just so hyped because when I uh, – the show is called Kitchen League. And when I looked at who is kind of winning right now in Kitchen League, it's people who have won, like, Chopped and, um, like, Food Network TV shows yeah. and things so like that. So you're going to kill it, right? I, I have to get on the leaderboard. Please watch. Please support. <laughs> this is my dream. I never knew. I'm this close. I feel so close. So, yeah. Um, and your your partner is OMG, OMG it's, it's Firefox. Firefox. Yes. Uh, some of you guys might know her. And um, and she's not cooking with you. She's no, there to cheer you on, right? Just commentating and cheering me on. Maybe she might give me some pointers or some ideas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I don't know what to do. Um, but it's it's a fun competition. It's very Twitchified. There there will be some trolling. Who knows? Maybe they might take away the knife, or I might have to make everything with oven mitts. So oh I will my try God. my best. I will try. My, can you imagine me trying to make a tortilla with oven mitts on? Ooh. Huh? Brutal. I like to use my mouth. As an extra appendage whenever I don't have my hands free. So I think you could. Why don't you have your hands free? Well, I mean, sometimes you got to hold a beer in each hand. (laughs) The, um, it is, uh. That's so on brand. (laughs) Everyone can immediately imagine you in the kitchen. Sometimes your boys have taped some 40s to your hands. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, yes. I was just having a conversation with, uh. Bria and John yesterday about the how a lot of people when they meet me they think that I'm like a jock bro and I was like well Lucas doesn't help since he's family and he like <laughs> subversively perpetuates this concept <laughs> to such an yeah, extreme dude. damn right <laughs> what would you do without a knife how would you solve that problem I mean I have kitchen scissors oh well what if it's like hey no sharp object I will have to break it apart with my fingers. Mm. Which is a very common thing to do. Did you know that uh, Caesar salad is, is like the right way to make a Caesar salad is to tear the lettuce leaves, not to chop them? Mm-hmm. So there you go. I've heard that, yeah. Really? I've never yeah. actually done it. So tune in on Thursday. <laughs> Food Beast, twitch.tv slash Food Beast. Yep. We'll be hosting them. Yep. So we'll be going live uh, with just Warhammer on Thursday, but we'll be hosting Malika's special competition throughout the day. I really want to win. I hope so too because it would suck for you to have to lose two things in a row knowing that you're going to lose Warhammer too. Wait. Wow. Okay, first of Them all. is fighting words. Holy shit. First of all, I've been brought into this now. <laughs> Not oh, <okay>. man. <laughs> Wait, what time is the cooking thing? The so the whole beast? the whole show is one to five. You know, there's going to be an intro and okay. then one team will go and then another team. I don't know which... Like a team I'm on yet, and uh, then there's going to be some judging and things like that. So got it. Mm-hmm. You have time to to you know tape some 40s to your hand and Great. drink them as fast as you can. <laughs> You'll be okay. Thursday, man. Uh, the theme <laughs> the theme is tacos, so that's why Ooh. I'm kind of like, how am I going to roll a tortilla this. with <laughs> oven mitts on? What would you have done if it was burritos? <laughs> Instant shutdown. <laughs> yeah, what would you have done? Made it into a taco. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the tremor in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> How was your burrito this morning? 
I put it in the fridge. I ate right before I got here, so I'm going to eat it for lunch. Okay. How was yours, Adam? It was good. Okay. It's very good. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I made tacos from scratch. Like, everything about it was from scratch, and Mm -hmm. the tortillas were amazing. Nice. Well, you you made tortillas, too? Mm -hmm. Did you use instant masa flour? No. I used uh, uh, bread flour, actually. Oh. It turned out really, really well. Oh, nice. Yeah, I wanted to do corn, but I did not. Well, I don't want to discuss, discuss too much of our strategy, just in case there's some spying from the competition. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, I, I sincerely doubt they know who you are. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm the nobody. I'm I'm the one with the least amount of followers. Zach is trying desperately hard to sleep in the garage tonight. It seems. Yeah, I. Uh, Kaiju is going to be sleeping in a very comfy bed today. I'm the dark horse candidate, I guess. You are the dark horse. You're the underdog. Well, you're not the underdog from a cooking professional standpoint. You are the underdog from just a social media <coughs> clout standpoint, which is apparently how things are won these days. Yeah. yeah. So I Sadly. might lose just because of that. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Nagy says, uh, garage studio too nice. Shed. Even better. Mm. With with all the poo-poo in the back there. Yeah, it's true. Uh, speaking of, we cleaned the entire studio i didn't do shit i was, I was gone this weekend and, <laughs> <laughs> and the air conditioner's fixed but i'll take the credit which is why we're back down here we got the air conditioner fixed uh so it's nice and cool in here yeah pretty good and we got the whole studio cleaned up finally it gotten pretty out of control uh so yeah what did you guys do over the weekend regretful <laughs> things <laughs> we don't have to talk about my weekend what'd you guys do <laughs> Lucas told me what he did. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I had a pretty good weekend. It was all right, right? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, a lot of moving. That yep. sounds. Moving is like too much work. Moving is literally. I think every human being on this earth will agree that moving is literally the worst thing in existence. I hate moving so it much. It is the worst. And it like we're in this process of like. I can't move out of this other place yet because I don't have internet at the new place. Uh, the internet won't turn on until next Tuesday. That's always the worst. Oh, God. And it's like I'm in there mm. working, and they haven't turned on the AC yet, so it's like 120 degrees inside. You know, you could just live in maybe like a corner of a garage. In here? Yeah. I don't – I mean, I don't need to live – like, I, I still have my old place. Sure. You it's could just also, like I want to move into the new place, you could but also, I'm waiting for them to – You know, we pay like $600 a month for that wireless bag of internet. You could take a router with you as long as you make – Make sure you bring it back with you. Eh, that's an option. <laughs> it is still 120 degrees inside, though. <laughs> yeah, that's – I can't help. Yeah. No. yeah, moving is the worst. I think after Malik and I did moving once with movers, we were like, oh, this is the only way we're going to do it yeah. from here on out, and then we haven't done that since, and that I, was yeah. three moves ago. I, it's so much yeah, faster. I, I moved with movers before um, – We did in Seattle, too. When we moved from Seattle to here, we paid the movers to pack up, and it was like – Amazing. Yeah, they're they're professionals. Yeah, it's so good. They'll knock out your move in like two hours. Yeah. What was nice. what was tough was so there was this brief amount of time. I don't know if our Twitch family knows this, but I used to live with Lucas, and you didn't live mm-hmm. uh, there. So when Never. I moved out of there, that was that was hard. I did that by myself. Yeah, yeah. Lucas didn't help at yeah. all. No, I mean <laughs> he. No. I don't remember. If Zach I did. is just like tossing everyone <laughs> under the bus, backing up twice, I, and then rolling over them. It's because I'm having my first cup of coffee right now. It's <laughs> Wait, did you not get yourself coffee this morning? It wasn't good. Oh, I took like one drink. I was super Wait, what, good. Yeah, was that that was not a regular place, was mm. it? No, no I, I wanted to get Adam something special for his birthday, so I got him a blended. Uh, it was very good. Yeah. I it, took one sip and I was like, this is like a milkshake. <laughs> it's so good. Definitely hire movers if there's no elevator. 
Oh, I'm, there's no I'm, elevator. I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm saying that because yeah, we might get movers for the big stuff because yeah. I'm I don't want to take apart my bed. Yeah. Like that yeah. alone is enough for the cost. That yeah. and moving my uh, just just and my mattress. Clean you like, up there. There you go. Because I would have to like to move my mattress. I would have to clean my car because the top of my car is all dirty. Does <laughs> 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 it have to strap it to the top? Yeah, moving moving fucking sucks. Wait, what'd you do over the weekend? Uh, I left on Thursday. No, Friday. Friday. Morning. I leave. I left Friday morning. Uh, I went uh, to San Diego. That was fun. I hung- hey, but what you went to the eye doctor first, and yeah. insurance helped, right? Yeah. Oh my god. And insurance is already helping you too, right? <laughs> my uh, new insurance. You guys, you're the it's best. Working. <laughs> it's working. It's working. Yeah, I went and I went and I got contacts. The, these are temporary. They'll give me a new one. Wait, is are you like a new contact boy? No. Okay. I just haven't had them in four years. Oh. So it's been a hot minute. Insurance. Yeah. Insurance. <laughs> but I, I looked. Well, first of all, so I looked. I look at the bill and I'm like, da 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 da. Okay, blah blah blah. I paid three hundred and seventy nine dollars. Damn. But da da. Cool. Got glasses, exam, all that stuff. I looked without insurance. It would have cost eleven hundred fucking dollars. Oh my god. How do people survive in this country? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, how do people even get fucking glasses? Ugh. It's it was eleven hundred dollars. Well, I, I even three hundred, I'm fuck? just like fuck. I, I mean, even if you go to Warby Parker, like I, mine were a little bit more expensive because I got them straight through the uh, optometrist, so they were a little bit more. But like, even for hundred dollars, like for someone to like get their prescription, get it filled, that's so much money. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's so ridiculous. The uh, the Twitch chat actually schooled me on this. Um, when we were still streaming at the old house. I needed glasses bad, mm. and I was streaming a lot of video games, yeah. and it hurt to stream. Yeah, and they really helped me out. I went to Costco. Oh yeah, I've done that too. Right, and you don't get the glasses from them though. No. You just need the p- piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And then I ordered from um, like online, like as any optical. And yeah. I think I paid thirty-five dollars mm-hmm. for my glasses with wow. prescription. Yeah. And even had anti-glare lenses. Were they the most stylish? They were okay, yeah. but like at least I could see. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, man. I just wanted to, I, I applaud Malika pushing through new insurance. One of the biggest fuck ups of me being CEO was hiring a broker to do insurance for us, and it was basically a scam. Yeah, and we had awful insurance for. We had good insurance in Seattle, uh, and then when we came down to LA, the per, the broker like set us up and I swear that insurance was just mm-hmm. like a scam. Yeah. It was the worst insurance I've ever had. It would have been better off without. Yeah. Uh it was less like it was less coverage and more like maybe we'll re- we will reimburse you someday. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the way it worked. Yeah. yeah it was so awful. you were paying a lot up front. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was super nice because I mean I use I've been using glasses almost every single day of my life since I was six. Mm-hmm. Without them I can't see shit. I can't see like I wouldn't be able to read Monopoly on that board. Like, mm-hmm. I'm completely blind. So I'm okay with spending a little bit more to get, like, real quality, like, really good quality ones that I like, all that sort of stuff. I got the blue filter uh, on them because I do so much computer. We do so much computer work here. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So that was really, really nice. I got nice. a quick question for you from my dad. Yeah. What's a burger and a beer cost at your place of choice? A burger and a beer cost at my place of choice. A beer is going to be about like seven dollars. No, I was yeah. going to say it's like twenty bucks. Isn't a burger was, these days like fifteen dollars? Yeah, probably yeah. about twenty bucks. Yeah. Uh, twenty bucks. About twenty okay. bucks. Oh, uh, that sounds pretty fair. But you like to drink those double IPAs. Those are like. <laughs> it depends. It depends on where those it comes from. Are like ten dollar beers, right it de- there. Yeah, it depends on where it comes from. I'm like, sl- I think because I'm getting older, I'm slowly like leaning out of the IPA Me too. phase. I'm, I'm getting more into like 
lighter yeah. uh, pilsners yeah, yeah. and such. Um, a friend of mine works at Mike Hess Brewing in San Diego, so they have so many new beers. They The Kolsch at Mike Hess oh made God. me fall in love with Yeah, Kolsch's. It's really, really good. Zach such doesn't know what beer. the fuck we're talking about. Not but. a clue. <laughs> uh, I like the champagne of beers, Miller Highline. <laughs> I love Miller. <laughs> I don't judge. You know, they're great uh. for, for certain occasions. Yeah, well, you want to live that high life. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, it was fun. On Saturday, I saw a few of my friends. It's still so weird trying to hang out with people that you know because everybody is still like socially distancing. Yeah. So like uh, my friend hosted a barbecue and there was only eight of us plus his two kids. So we just like hung out. We sat, you know, in a ginormous circle. Then everybody like took turns getting food and stuff. But it was really fun. Um, it was nice for them to for them to do that. They didn't have to do it. They have two kids, and they have way other way more important priorities in That's their cool. life. Um, oh, you've met, you. I think actually you both have met Ryan, my friend Ryan, mm-hmm. who works in my cast. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then on Sunday, I saw my family, which was really fun. My cousin cried for forty five minutes when I told him I had to go home. He was very not happy with me. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he he he's like really attached to me for some reason. Um, I guess it's probably because fr- from the day he was born up until he was three, I saw him almost every day. So he cries like crazy when I leave. Aww. Um, so it makes leaving really, really hard. Fucking sucks. But thankfully, yeah. my family's close enough that I can go there often. Yeah. Um, unlike everybody else here whose families are like on the other side of the country. And do you guys have, okay. like, <laughs> have, have cousins that are like your siblings? I have oh, a few yeah. of those. Yeah. My oldest cousin, um, she's like my sister. Mm-mm. And we do stuff all the time. We hang out. Um, we go to like hockey games together and all kinds of stuff. She's really, really cool. Um, she actually, I know you guys were out of town, but she was here late last year and I Emily think, and I did stuff with her. I think I met her at Comic-Con yeah. several years back. Yeah, her and my brother have come to our um, meetups, meetups yeah. and stuff in San Diego for Comic-Con and stuff, yeah. So it was a lot of fun and we, we left a lot later than we were supposed to last night. We didn't get home till 11, but Malika uh, prepared dinner and I wasn't even here on time to eat it. It's okay, I ate it for you. Even better. I tried and I felt really awful. <laughs> he kept texting me. He's like, if you don't fucking get here, I'm going to eat this and die because <laughs> it's too much food. It's fine. We have the leftovers for quite a while. Good. It was a lot of food and I, I ate too much. <laughs> and it, it I love how I sent you that gif of the guy putting his jacket on and then it like the, ripping the belly, open. Like and <laughs> you assumed I was talking about you and I was like, I'm just going to let him have it. <laughs> no, I thought you were talking about you. No, I was. <laughs> I knew it was a joke. I was like, here I, was, I come. I was joking at my own predicament uh, in the moment. So what else do we got to talk about today? Uh, just quick reminder, everybody, we are at 72%. If we hit 100%, what? Adam takes over the stream for his birthday and he gets to do whatever he wants. Because, I mean, a lot of the content that we do here, it's not mm. just because we have fun. It's like, all right, we got our costs that we have to kind of hit and things like that. Like Once those insurance. costs are hit, yeah. it's kind of like, all right, we're good. What yeah. do you want to do, fam? Yeah. <laughs> So if we hit 100%, Adam gets to take over for his I love how some people I saw earlier in the chat, people were like, yeah, but we want to watch you guys to kill each other at Monopoly. And I'm like, you know, I don't blame you for that. <laughs> but also, I, I'd be down to get I, the fuck out of the house. I have already some options I want to offer you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's been thinking about it all week. The she even told us she was going to like – she even said that she was going to team up with Adam. And it's like, the fuck, man? You guys are like, you know. What's up, dude? I have $35. <laughs> and what, six properties? I do have a good amount of properties. Five. I have. I have the railroads, and I have but all Adam, of But Adam, I have what you want. I already forgot what I, what I yeah. have. Hang on. I think I'm mortgaging Tennessee right now. I don't know. You are mortgaging something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like uh, what else do we have to talk about today? What's on the docket, Adam? Um, well, I mean, we went over our schedule. Um. We are going to be doing the script reading, second draft. Oh, yeah. Star uh, Wars tomorrow. Yeah, second draft thing is oh what we're going to call that show. So are um, we wiping 
all of the characters and starting over? Yep. Or all of the words? It'll, sorry. We'll be starting with a fresh copy of the script. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're on scene no 60. No more Here Comes the D-Gens. Oh, my God. I'm sure we'll have some more interesting <laughs> stuff pop up tomorrow. That uh, was so freaking fun. Yep, oh, that was ridiculous. It'll be interesting. So but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully finish it next week because we are, like, barely halfway through, and we need to, like, get through that script. Yeah, you know what would make we it faster? We can't spend a month doing these I things. I think if we gave a couple of the mods access to that doc and they just filled in the words for us instead of you having to do it. Yeah. Because I didn't notice you, like, whenever you do the find and replace in Google Docs, it, like, takes you to the page. Yeah, it, like, like – you instance. lose the page that you were originally yeah. on, so I have to like scroll back up, and I'm like, Lucas, what page are we well, on? Or we could so just annoying. have like a separate com- laptop. Yeah, just like update it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, yeah. Not a bad idea that's not a bad idea either. See, this is why you're the boss and not us. Well, uh, I know you asked me if there was any topics we wanted to talk about, yeah. and one of the you things want, you had something I wanted, wanted to bring, bring up. up yeah. Well, like, um, if you're looking for content outside of Hyper, uh, a couple things you could check out: uh, Dave Chappelle's new special. Oh yeah, and uh, and John Stewart just did an interview with the New York Times, and I find both of their voices to be like they're just some of the most relevant voices of our generation, uh, of the now, and you know I know that both of them come from their prime felt like a generation ago, but they seem to be able to speak the most elegantly on the situation at hand, mm-hmm. and. You know, both in a blunt way and their own way, but both very fucking impactful for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chappelle special is, it's intense. And it's only like 30 minutes, right? Yeah, it's like 27 minutes long. It's, uh, yeah, it's very not, short. It's not really like stand-up comedy. It's no. commentary for sure. It's just social commentary, and I think it was really it, it needed, and uh, it's... Just powerful, very powerful. Tiny Chris uh, Game says uh, the special is also available for free on YouTube yep. on Netflix's YouTube. That's channel. where I found it. I couldn't even find it on Netflix. I found it oh, on YouTube. Oh, I see. Um, and the John Stewart article that came out today in the New York Times, just an interview with him. It was so good, absolutely phenomenal. Um, he has so many important things to say about right now, and he's very reflective. Um, you know, and he talks about mistakes that he felt he made in his career. And, you know, what he thinks needs to happen now. And it's just fascinating. And they're able to speak on things way better than any of us ever could. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just both of them are geniuses. Absolutely geniuses. And I think it's you owe it to yourselves to check them out. Really great. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people talking about the Chappelle. I don't know. Skit's not really the right word. But the Chappelle video. And uh, I really want to watch it. I feel like I've not. Outside of us maybe watching movies. I have absolutely no clue what's happening in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've all collectively shifted towards, you know, the protests and black lives matter and everything yeah. and just staying up to date on that and everything else. I'm kind of like, I don't really care that much about a lot it's of not other as things happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel weird watching like TV mm-hmm. and stuff right now. I think movies are okay, but like trying to keep up with a TV show, I'm just like, this is, it's like not a fun time for me to watch TV, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want it. Like I'm, I'm, I've said this before. I'm someone who doesn't like to be distracted. Mm. I don't like to turn my brain off. I Me like too. to be like connected, which maybe that causes a ton of stress probably. But yeah. like, I get even more stress being like, what's out there that I'm not thinking about? Like, I can't just turn my I'm, brain off. I'm the same, and I think it's a conflict that we often have. Oh, the mm. two of us? Oh, yeah. It's like a huge – It's a big yeah. rift for us within the relationship is I like to be as – Dialed in. Dialed in as informed as possible. Like over-informed. And, you know – and it can be very triggering uh, for Malika emotionally. 
Um, so we try to separate when we ingest that information or how I ingest that information. I, I think as a person who has, uh, you know, diagnosed anxiety disorder, CTPSD, mm -hmm. depression, stuff like that. <coughs> um, and if you want to support people who, you know, maybe you have a good friend or family member who is like diagnosed with anxiety or something like that, um, giving them the power to when they want to opt in is extremely powerful, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, you know, like, uh, you know, sometimes like when we mm -hmm. went to go watch Invisible Man, you know, I'm a survivor of a lot of um, really awful like abuse and violence. And uh, I guess I should have like educated myself a little bit more on that movie because it was so upsetting to me. I almost left the theater. It's a really like good movie. It's like well done, mm -hmm. but it's like so close to actual things I survived and like somebody I used to live with. It was like very freakish for me mm -hmm. and even um you know if i walk into a room or i start the engine in my car and if like the news is on and it's in the middle of playing the audio from one of these pr pr police brutality videos and you just hear like the last words of somebody before they die mm -hmm. like i just i i want to be informed on that kind of stuff too but i need to do like the mental like preparation before I'm like exposed to totally. that yeah. because I only have so much capacity to like process all of that at once. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I personally, some of it's driven from now being a voice on the channel. Um, I think when I was CEO and a little bit more behind the scenes more often, I looked more for escape and relaxation. And now I feel extra responsibility and pressure because I know our community is going to want to talk about some of these things. And I don't feel right ever speaking on anything if I'm ill-informed on what I'm speaking of. And I feel this extra pressure as a person with a platform and a voice to not be speaking on these things, especially when they're important. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I have to be like constantly informed and aware and checking my sources and making sure that I'm I'm not following some bullshit thing, uh, you know, because uh, I feel like an extra responsibility. Oh yeah, looks like uh, looks there like, it is. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Have Thank a burger you. and a beer from the Eubank family. That pushes over seventy five percent. We're getting close, Adam. Woo! I did want to read this really quick quote <coughs> yeah. uh, from the article uh, from John Stewart. You guys might enjoy this. Uh, he was asked, "What do you think of the news media's handle on this political moment more generally?" And he said, I don't think it's ever had a good handle on a political moment. It's not designed for that. It's designed for engagement. It's like YouTube and Facebook and information laundering perpetual radicalization machine. It's like porn. And I don't mean to be that flip, but when you were prepubescent, the mere hint of a bra strap could send you in an ecstasy. I'm 57 now. If it's not two nuns and a mule, I can't even watch it. Do you understand my point? The algorithm is not designed for thoughtful engagement and clarity. It's designed to make you look at it longer. Um, and this is something you and I were even just yeah. talking about yesterday. It's like, I want to stay super informed too. But one of the things I think is really important about us taking a camera through and showing protests or why Twitch is so important uh, to just be on the ground and see things as they're happening live is not all protests are violent. Oh, yeah. yeah. And most of them aren't. <clears throat> that's that's I mean, what's so upsetting right now yeah. is that the biggest protest that we've had in Los Angeles was yesterday. Yeah. And it was massive. 
and there was no police presence, and it was super peaceful. So peaceful. There's nobody on the news talking about it. They're only talking about it like when it gets violent. When something burns. It makes sense, I guess, from the the, the point of view of a news channel that is ultimately an entertainment network. Because they have to sell ad space. Yeah, they have to sell. And you have to go back to your ad space, and you have to show them. It's no different than influencers. Yeah. Yeah. And when influencers have to post certain things on their Instagram to get a certain level of engagement, if you stop getting that level of engagement, you stop getting the money. Yeah. So you have to force somehow to get that level of engagement, which is a perpetual uprise. Mm-hmm. And he goes on in the article to talk about Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and this like evolution of how it's like, w- when does it stop? Yeah. Because we can't, it's a constant escalation mm-hmm. because yeah. you keep having to up the ante and up the ante and up yeah. the ante and just keep getting more and more sensationalized. Yeah. To keep people watching because, as he said, he's 57 now and two nuns and a mule doesn't do it. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. you eventually just like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're like, yeah, right, it's, right, yeah right. it's just like an entertainment machine. Like, you watch CNN and all day it's just like breaking news, but it's like the same point that they've been talking about for like the last yeah. five hours. Well, They're hours. just trying to be My like, favorite <laughs> thing that CNN has done recently is just being on the ground. Yeah. I want to see more that's, of that. That's what mm-hmm. Just put needed. the reporter on the ground yeah. and let them talk to people who were there. I thought that was really yeah. powerful. But the longer the protest went on, they stopped doing it. Yeah, right. because now they stopped doing it. There's no real controversy there anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's whenever I was um, in media school, like one of my mass media classes put it well, and it's probably a pretty cliche, like philosophy, like, whoa, dude. But uh, they, like, with your 24-hour news networks, the commercial is not your advertisement. The commercial is the news that is taking you to – it's the vehicle taking you to the advertisement. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that the real content is the advertisement. That's where the money is. Yeah. So all of this news is just a commercial for those ads. And that's yeah. why things like NPR are so important and yeah, why publicly funded because publicly funded news organizations – outside of ad revenue are so fucking important yeah because i think 90 percent of the problems that you face in a society can be not solved but visualized through following the money follow the money mm-hmm. and you'll start seeing how things break down and yeah. you'll start seeing why certain things happen the way that they do yeah because we're a capitalist society and the money kind of dictates where that goes and i do think there should be a line where certain things should be dictated outside of money mm. your health you know and your your information your lack of ignorance yeah you know i i, mm-hmm. I think publicly funded uh news is another right that we should have yeah. and the fact that that money just keeps getting pulled and pulled and pulled yeah it's yeah really insane. i mean today you and i we went to go get lunch and i mentioned on the way back i was like i honestly don't i feel so disconnected from the fact that like we know we're still in the middle of a pandemic but i feel like i've heard no updates Mm-hmm. On TV, at least, of like, how are other because places it's in not the, world? the current thing? It's yeah. like I said from the person that I heard in line in Malibu. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, it was obviously a conspiracy theory because they're not talking uh, about it yeah, anymore. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. no, this is the circle. Yes. Yeah, they're not talking about because you don't care anymore. Saturday, yeah. Saturday had the most new confirmed cases in LA so far. Like it's only rising. It's only rising. Yeah. Arizona, their hospitals are about to be at capacity. Mm-hmm. Like. We were supposed to be on the downturn. Yeah. yeah. But we've gotten bored. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't have the capacity. And it's... People want to go out. I mean, everything reopened on Friday. And we I didn't really like go out that much while I was gone for the weekend. But yeah. even just to go to the coffee shop or we went to the grocery store to pick up a few things. And like there were people who were trying to like get into places without masks. And people were like... The people who worked at yeah. the optometrist or whatever, they're like, you cannot come in without a mask. You oh. want one, and when Fauci says one. he hasn't talked to Trump in six or seven weeks, that's 
Yeah. Scary. Fucking crazy. That's yeah. fucking insane. And you know that our, our – like this to me again, it's like I feel like we've learned – Hopefully, as a democracy, we come out of this crazy time that we're in Mm -hmm. with this failed government experiment, and we realize, okay, obviously you can't cut funding to every single fucking thing that you need. Hey, we got DDoSed the whole country today. You want to know what else Trump cut two years ago when he cut funding for for our preventative, uh, you know, disease teams? Cybersecurity. You know, like these teams were just gutted when Trump mm-hmm. – he's just been getting rid of all these protections that we had. And this experiment very clearly isn't working. And I hope if we learn anything, it's also – there's something to be said. You know, fuck John Bolton for not testifying. I'm just going to say that now. Fuck that dude for holding on to stuff so he could sell books. But I find it interesting that one of the things he's using to promote his book is saying that Congress didn't do enough. And that every single thing Trump has done since he got elected is to get reelected. Mm-hmm. And that that's the perpetual system that we're in now is you're only worried about reelection, not actually doing what you think is right. And yeah. we see this in Congress and the Senate, too. You're going to make decisions that you think will get you reelected, not that you think are the right thing to do. Yeah. And you are not going to hear the White House talk about coronavirus because it hurts his reelection yeah. chances in November. So they're not going to focus on it. Yeah. He's not going to approach. He's not going to take the right steps against even fucking some of the things that a majority of people within even the GOP are kind of like, I don't know, maybe we should finally maybe talk should. about police yeah. reform. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about removing these Confederate statues uh, that were technically considered traitors to the United States at the time that supported racist ideas. Maybe we should talk about that. Nah, we're not going to talk about it. It'll hurt my reelection chances with yeah. my base. Yeah, that's that's been that's <laughs> been one of the most frustrating things. And it's like, you know, like I, I really – as frustrating as those White House uh, briefings were – it was nice to just kind of see, get get an idea of yeah. just how things were going around the world, and like I feel like I feel so disconnected with what's been happening in terms of the virus, and yeah, it's frustrating to go out and see people who are kind of like, eh, whatever, it's kind of over and done with. I'm gonna go to the bar and hang out with my friends, which mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, come my God, please, like, understand that like it's gonna get potentially worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And now you know we were talking like New Zealand has had no cases in like what three, three weeks. weeks or something like. God damn it. Come on. Yeah, I saw a great post. Uh, somebody was posting the sporting event that happened in New Zealand, and they were like, this is like that class that had perfect attendance and got to have the pizza party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should. You, we need to be rewarded for doing the right thing, not just open up everything, yeah. even yeah. though we haven't met the basics. The, the basics that were put in line by even this administration mm-hmm. to reopen have not been hit, but we're doing it anyway. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, gyms have reopened in Los Angeles uh, this past weekend. I think it was the 12th. Um, restaurants two weekends ago now. Yeah. We uh, had just walked there's by. A, there's a, still a lot of like. There's so many restrictions. Restrictions yeah. put in place. Yeah. I, I don't you still think, can't sit inside. Yeah, I don't think I'd feel unsafe because well, like. But we saw people sitting. No, no, I think you, you can you sit can inside sit now. Inside. Yeah. Most places aren't though. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of restaurants aren't. I think it has to be if you can sit people at a certain distance apart right, from each other. Yeah. Most of the places we go to still don't have, still yeah. don't have like their bar setting set up. They still mm. don't have – it's like takeout only. A lot yeah. of restaurants, I think, are in Los Angeles really trying to adapt yeah. Yeah. and do the right thing. I yeah, because s- they don't want to fucking go out of business. Well, I don't blame them. We <laughs> tried to go to our favorite brunch place. It was closed, and then I looked on their Instagram, and they said e- despite all these precautions, one of our members got sick. Mm-hmm. So, so we got to yeah. do the right thing. We, yeah. When we went on our uh, 
anniversary weekend, we, we went into Venice for Great White because that's our favorite place. And we were like, the website says this should open. Why aren't they open? And she found out it's because got, somebody got COVID in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Jeez. So. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing I don't think people think about much either is you want the choice to go where you want to go. Yeah. The people working there don't really have one. Right. Yeah. If you're collecting unemployment and your business reopens and your boss says it's time for you to come back in, you have to. Or you don't qualify for unemployment. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to. That's the thing a lot of people don't talk about when they're saying, like, oh, people will want to stay home and not go back to work because they're getting too much money on unemployment. I'm like, that's that's not how it works. They have to go back. You're legally required to go back. If your person who hires you reports that you didn't come back, your unemployment gets cut off either way. Yeah. So you're going to go back to work. So you don't really have a choice. You go back Mm -hmm. or you lose your job and you don't collect unemployment. Yeah. So... (laughs) Unemployment doesn't last forever, kids. Yeah. um, So I think a lot about the people who are being forced to work there. And when I see people not wearing masks and I see people that aren't taking these things seriously, my heart breaks for the people who are working at those places. Yeah. Because they can't escape. I can see a bunch of people standing outside a restaurant not wearing masks. I'm like, nah, I'm not going in there. Mm -hmm. But then I think about all the people that are stuck working inside that Mm -hmm. don't have that choice. And it sucks. It sucks. I, I've seen like some good systems put in place that I'm like, I don't feel unsafe here. You know, like picking up a coffee or there's mm-hmm. a uh, a bar that I, I met a friend at um, yesterday where it's just a poor – they pour beer, they pour wine. Uh, but like you couldn't sit inside. It was one person in allowed at a time, and then they allowed 20 people on their patio, this very big patio. Yeah. And you had to be very far apart from each other. So it was like one person goes in, they get a beer, they come outside. No one's ever crossing within 10 feet of each other. But, like, every business can't operate like no. that. No. Yeah. Like, you can't. You just can't. A you lot can't. of these, A lot of these businesses, Small. they have huge operational costs. We can't. Yeah, we, we can't. Could, you couldn't even be open for a lot of these places. Like, they can do that because the all new, they're doing is pouring the beer. The new production guidelines came out for production. Yeah. We don't – we can't meet it. Yeah. I, like, the new guidelines have come out. Yeah. Um, I know Critical Role said that they're working on – getting back up and running based on those production guidelines. And I'm honestly excited to see what they figure out Yeah, because I read those gu- those guidelines at the base level and it was like, I I mean, it's like a 27 page long document, but I like skimmed the base stuff and it's like, I, we, yeah, small studio. We, it's we like, can't what? do that. Like no that's not a possibility for us, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't know. It, and I feel for all the people that are just having to try to, to make it work, and I wish more people would take it seriously. Like when this many people are struggling to make it work, you bitching about not having to or having to wear a fucking mask. It's like it's so fucking minuscule. Yeah, yeah. It's such a small fucking thing Smallest that you can inconvenience do. Smallest for the biggest difference, dude. I honestly kind of like it. I feel like I get a lot more looks like whenever it. half my face is covered. <laughs> like, so I wonder what's under there. Dad <laughs> says we're all restrictions being lifted in Missouri tomorrow, but we've decided to continue all precautions at our brewery, much to the dismay of some of our customers who have never taken the virus seriously. Just because the governor has made an economic decision to drop regulations doesn't mean that the CDC and medical experts believe the virus is suddenly no longer a threat. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I talked to I talked to mom and dad yesterday about that. that yeah. Like, I mean, it's only going up everywhere. And it's only going up. Yeah, so it's, like, it's going the wrong direction. God just damn because it. lawmakers are saying businesses are open doesn't mean the virus has gone away. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing that sucks, I I get it. Like where my parents are from, no one there's taking it seriously because they don't know anybody who's got it. Yeah, but when it does hit a community like that, it's gonna hit hard. Yeah. Because people yeah. aren't taking it well, seriously, and, they, and, and it's a very older public. And you know? mom was saying, like some of like some people have like told her, "Thank you for keeping these in place," because I'm worried. 
Yeah. yeah. So there are. But they're not going to say that a lot pub- of people. Yeah. yeah. Some um, might not be willing to say that publicly, but because and it's weird that it has to be like a thing that you got to be ashamed about. Well, it's because like, it's wanna, been politicized. I, I don't want to be sick. It's the fact that it's been fucking politicized. Yeah. I, it's the it's fact that we in this country have decided to make scientific advice from doctors political. political. Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> the advice to help you is now political. It's like saying cigarettes are bad is political. Yeah. I mean. At one time it was. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> the lobbyists <laughs> and the government yeah. made yeah. sure yeah. of that. That's, that's the politics. fucked up thing. <laughs> that's the fucked up thing. Yeah. Um, I thought this would be like kind of an interesting thought experiment because of these new um, guidelines the kind of shape of production has really changed, right? And mm. we won't get a vaccine until next year at the earliest. Um, kind of imagining what types of films and television shows mm-hmm. are going to be coming out next. Yeah. It's a little, it's like scary, but kind of exciting too to see what we can do within these limitations. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, in space mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. Or <laughs> animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A lot of CG heavy stuff. And also, I think it might be a good shift for the industry to start, like, investing in some of these, like, I don't know, one-person kind of crew. Like, a lot of the DIY filmmaking YouTube stuff, uh, production companies and and the greater film industry at large could be taking on – but, they, like, there's union protection keeping a lot of these jobs from going away sure. that are definitely not fucking needed. Oh, You know, yeah, you've yeah. got, like, teams of guys yeah. for yeah. one job that, like, we can now do with, like, a $300 piece of equipment. Yeah, but yeah. that's not going to change. Yeah. And I don't know, but maybe it, it might have to. I don't know. I mean, you think I, this I w- might be the push? I don't know. Like, I wonder, maybe more A24 movies with smaller crews or some shit. I yeah, or I wonder if, like, uh, if more, if it'll be possible. It, it's obviously going to depend depend on financials. Will more productions be able to adapt sort of the production um, uses like Mandalorian, for example, where everything is kind of just shot on these fake backdrops? Mm-hmm. But like, again, I could see that type of tech being yeah. put way more in position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but like, could a, an A24 movie afford that? No. You know? And this like, is something I can't remember who I was talking to about it, but it's that basically what we were talking about is like, it's like this is going to lead to either giant big budget projects or nothing. Yeah, because yeah. it's a little too restrictive for the lower end, mm-hmm. which you know a lot of people wondering what's going to be the nail in the coffin for some of this stuff. And I mean, know, COVID's been. I think we're already seeing that. I mean, I think a lot of family family entertainment is going to go straight to streaming services. Like, look at Disney Plus, Artemis yeah. Fowl. They've got t- plenty of projects that were supposed to go out theatrically that are being pushed to their digital streaming service because they're like. We know these movies are probably not going to make jack shit at the theater. Yeah. It's better for us to push people to our subscription platform instead. Yeah. I but those are things probably already in post production. What I wonder is oh, how yeah. many people are going like to push into pre production right now, yeah. and how many people are just going to wait a year and be yeah. like, you know what? Yeah, let's just see. Let's wait a year. And there's so many movies that were like literally in the middle of production that yeah, shut like down. The Matrix. Yeah, Matrix. That like that movie got pushed a whole year because mm-hmm. of its release. Janu, um, how do you look older in this scene? Yeah, <laughs> like so much. It's stuff. A huge risk to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and there's so many movies right now that like they're rumored to start shooting in July, but then you have certain actors who are saying they may not start shooting till August. Yeah, mm-hmm. studio has made like no comment about it at all. So like you really don't know when some of this stuff is going to start up again. Like when we had Ryan Turek on, he said, and this was in March, dude, April. probably March. March, I think, yeah. And he said that, like, right now Halloween Kills is on is on schedule and it should debut in October, but uh, with movies still, like, over the weekend, several films were pushed back a few weeks. Like, it's possible that 
things will move again. Yeah. It's very possible. Uh, I hope not. I think the entertainment industry is one of the most challenging, and it makes sense to me yeah. that it took them this long to come out with a plan. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you read it, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. And the steps that people are going to have to take to make anything right now. Like, films are already so... Film production as a industry is already so needlessly overcomplicated. Yes. Yeah. It's extra. It's extra. So extra. Uh, to appease unions, appease yeah. tradition, appease so many things. Um, and that's why you see so many like indie filmmakers just be able to make shit. Like, mm. yeah, I, I made this thing. Yeah. How? <coughs> I fucking did it. No industry. No, nobody was telling me yeah. that. Uh, but too. in the actual industry itself, there's a lot, lot of hurdles that you have to jump for every step. Mm. And now these hurdles that are being added on top of that, they're wild, man. Yeah. They are wild. Like having actors within scenes stand a certain way apart from each other, certain rules based on how much somebody can talk within a closed space, how no one else on set's allowed to talk because it spreads the – it's like some of it sounds ridiculous because you're like, at that point, I don't think it's helping. Yeah. Like you've already kind of did it. Yeah. yeah. Like if you already were in that scene and talking, like having one other person in the background talk probably yeah. isn't going to yeah. make the difference. But they yeah. added them anyway because I'm guessing this was debated on for fucking weeks and people being back and forth like, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable with that. What if we added this much more restriction and added this much more restriction? And Yeah, like now you're going to have like, t- like conversational scenes between actors and they're all going to be six feet apart and it's like you're going to have to kind of rethink well, the technique it's, of it's, like... Yeah, it's going to all be fixed in post. Yeah. yeah. So much of it's going to be done by clever camera angles. Yep. Uh, and a lot of shows that. have already developed some of these techniques based on actors who can't be in certain scenes. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys want to know like one of my favorite little like holy shit kind of things? Season two of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Danny DeVito's, that's when he first showed up to be in that season. He was only on set for two days. I believe that. And they shot an entire season worth of stuff with him mm-hmm. in two days. And then shot the entire rest of the season around Around it afterwards. Wow. Uh, (laughs) So it's like people have already in the industry come up with these techniques and solutions to, you know, cover this side. We'll cover this side a month from now. You know, like we'll figure this out. I mean, that's how they made all of Avengers Endgame. If you think that all 35 of those actors were on set together, it happened maybe once. Yeah. (laughs) And the rest of it was like. They comp people's faces all over the place. They shoot place, independent plates. They place them other places. Yeah, I mean, it, it's wild. It's like careful planning and then losing some of these shots that we probably we might not notice, but like you know, you might hear in the director's commentary. You know, we wanted a shot of all these guys standing together, but we just weren't allowed to get that. So yeah. we have this, you know, angle of this person, then this angle of this person, and you think they're in the same room, but these were shot in two different weeks. Mm-hmm. It's wild, man. I'm anxious to see how it works. I hope we get some insight on it. I don't know how we're going to make it work on our end, and yeah. I don't know if it's, like, honestly, like... Just, just like, the four of us and um, some animated specials. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> when I was... Uh, a lot of Zach playing Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I yeah. was uh, going through film school, I started getting really fascinated with um, stop motion because mm-hmm. when you got to hire, uh, like, a whole bunch of guys just to carry things on set because mm-hmm. it's too heavy, I felt very empowered... A stop motion set, sometimes you can just pick up with your own two hands. But um, stop motion itself is so labor intensive as like the one man band, one Mm -hmm. person band that uh, I had this thought when I was like animating that my parents sacrificed everything 
so that I could come to this country and not work in a sweatshop. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? Now I'm paying over like almost $100,000 to go to film school to like work in sweatshop like conditions. <laughs> um, but like, uh, like my animation professor, uh, he would just do whole skits for like Robot Chicken. So I feel like that's possible, right? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. just like one guy that yeah. animates all that. And then totally. you have the voice actors come in and there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how the animation process might be hindered. I heard. I feel in, like a lot of that could be do, done remotely. Oh, I'm I heard sure. in video games they've been doing fine. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think a lot of uh, studios yeah. have already started adapting to remote techniques yeah. using remote servers. Something and the visual effects industry uh, is sl- very slowly adapting. Yeah. Very slowly. But it was like it was nice to hear that movies or like Mandalorian, they've been working from home. I think the Suicide Squad, they've been working from home. So I think like they've decided like we just have to quickly adapt. There's no yeah. way around that. We just have to do it. You almost have to. every voiceover actor I know just almost like immediately got a their own booth. A home studio. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not being talked about that much publicly, and it should be, mm-hmm. but I think it's too depressing to. Mm-hmm. Within the industry and meetings we're having yeah. and other people that we're talking to, it's pretty much under the assumption we're going to go back into lockdown in November. Yeah. Like, people yeah. are kind of operating They're under kind of this like assumption that, that, like, okay, uh, whatever we do right now, you're probably not going to go 100% because in a couple months, we're probably going to get thrown right back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's develop techniques that allow work from home. Let's develop techniques that allow us to adapt from there. Yeah. You're not going to see that many people, I think. They might tell you publicly to keep their stocks up, yeah. but behind closed doors, a lot of these companies are being like, <clears throat> okay, we're almost certain that shit's going to go fucking yeah. haywire again. So... Let's let's prepare and let's not you know waste all of our money right now in the summer and act like everything's going to be great. Right. I I fully think that that's going to happen, and mm-hmm. a lot of people we talk to behind the scenes are also just operating under that assumption. And I mean, I, I and I think like there are a lot of businesses out there. I mean, I know from like people that I know that they're also operating under that sort of like whole mindset of you know it's not gonna get better it's gonna get worse and it's not gonna be that long when we're gonna go into round two of a lockdown and it's like people are gonna be really freaking pissed about it but because we didn't do everything necessary now to contain it um we're like not helping this process of of being out of this you know stay-at-home order yeah and i don't know like even with the barely the amount of going out i've been doing i'm still kind of like yeah Still pretty much going to stay indoors for the yep. majority of the of the remainder of 2020 anyway. Yeah. So. And yeah, I think I think I've been hearing too, and I'm not trying to be like a negative Nancy Debbie Downer. Uh, That's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take Zach's job away yeah. from me. Okay? Don't take my bit, dude. <laughs> I was trying to think of a male name so it wasn't just like oh, you know girls are naggy. Just call it Zach. Uh, I don't want to be uh, a Zach right now. As as. Uh, I was gonna say a negative Norman, but a Zucky. I'm not trying to be a Zucky Zach, but uh, <laughs> like the year 2021, it's not like we have a hard reset on health. Like, yeah. like even then, I think a lot of people have been saying like, negative you know, it's, it's gonna be. You know, I guess we'll restart everything up in 2021. It's like the virus doesn't care about timelines. No, either. Man. Yeah, man. And the shit that keeps coming out about the virus that we still don't know is fucking mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw over the weekend, there was a couple different threads that got started and shared around, again, by ICU nurses. And nurses are telling a way different story than the media is right now, which is interesting because I feel like the media wants to shock and scare you a little bit, but they don't want to, like, 
scare you, scare you. Yeah. And the shit that the ICU nurses are saying is fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're like, what we don't know about this is what is so scary. The fact that it's acting like no other type of virus, respiratory especially, ever. Yeah. Yeah. And that Mm. it's doing weird things to people's skin and and the way it's clotting up people's blood and, Mm -hmm. and causing strokes and how it's taking like... You know, one of the nurses went into great detail about how throughout their day, like if I move a patient this way, this happens, you know, like this person before being put under this level of, you know, breathing apparatus has to be placed on their stomach. If I turn them over, they flatline mm-hmm. and just like going on and on about their steps. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And, and they said that one of the things that's driving the most nuts is the way that it's been framed culturally in that we keep calling these recoveries when people come out of the ICU. We say this many people have died, but yet this many people have recovered. Yeah. And they're like, that's extremely misleading mm-hmm. because this coronavirus is one of the most deadly viruses we've ever faced as human beings. And getting out of the ICU is not the end of your battle. Yeah. You're going to be, you might be coming back with heart problems. We, still, you right. might be we don't know what recovery is. Like we're You're, still only yeah. a few months into this. We uh, don't know they, what a recovery they is. They said, you know, some of the stuff Lucas has been going through is apparently very common. Mm. Memory lapse, mm. uh, problem con- keeping thoughts together, lack of smell, lack of taste. I had like yesterday, it was either Saturday or yesterday, I felt like I had like a reset on my brain of like, I don't know how long we've been in this. I don't know like what today is. I don't know what happened last week. I was like, this isn't normal for me of just like not being able to remember stuff like that. And then I'm also still at like probably like 60% of my taste. And it's been like two or three months and I'm just like, this might be permanent. Who knows? Damn. We have no idea. Yeah, we don't know. And there's not been enough scientific research done on it yet. And that's the scariest part is what it's going to do to us health-wise. Not just who it kills, but right. what it leaves you long-term. long-term and how it's affecting people. And it's not really recovery. Yeah. And it's not just your lungs. It's not just that it's hard to breathe and it's like the flu. It's not like the fucking flu. Mm-hmm. And the fact that some people push that at the start, I think it's really diminished how dangerous it is overall. Yeah. It's really, like, not the flu. Yeah, it's I, fucking wild. I have a friend who's a nurse in San Diego, and she's actually been working here in Los Angeles for the last three weeks now. And I mess—I messaged her every once in a while to be like, how's it going? You know, And she's like, it's bad. And, yeah. like, I don't know how else to convince people to, like, stay the fuck home or wear a mask and, like, don't interact with people if you don't have to. Like, we're, we're in a really tough spot right now. It's a really tough battle, and people are not doing well. But, like, yeah. there's not enough coverage being being made about it at right right now and it's just really hard and it's really difficult i don't know man it's fucking it's fucking wild and lucas i hate to like put you on the spot if you're comfortable talking about it yeah but you know we were talking the other day and i told malika like i worry about you because this is probably really hard for you because as kids and even growing up and i know you went through a lot with your back and stuff but like you and Sam have always been the very book smart, able to kind of like see something and remember it immediately. Yeah. Very like clever uh, in that regard. And I was always the one I think that had like trouble connecting things with my brain and remembering things I read and placing them together. And since all this COVID stuff, like you seem distant and yeah. you know, like how is that affecting you mentally? And- oh man. Like, uh, yeah, that's, it's like a real thing that, and it's like a, like an actual worry of mine because I've, I've got this thing that I have typically I take pride in my ability to be like a good listener and a good friend uh, and I think I'm able to like listen to people's personal stories and then bring them up later and I think that's really important and people like find that super comforting and that 
oh my gosh, they were listening to that thing I told them. Uh, I've been talking to several people and I've met a lot of new people during all of this like lockdown stuff. And that feels like it's just completely gone. Like I'll have a conversation with someone and then I'll have another conversation with them later. And they're like, oh, I actually told you that thing because you already asked. And it's like, oh shit, this is not like what I'm used to. Like I, I have like a quicker brain than this. And that is very new for me. Trust that I think it is related to this thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, I'm like, I'm, I'm like a different person from it. It's pretty, pretty cool. Be careful. Yeah. Shit. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the best advice that we can give. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. Just be smart. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. it's so upsetting when you see Orange County and all these places who are like going out there to complain about having to wear a mask and you're just all like, hundreds hey, of man, people complained yeah. at that council meeting. Just shut the fuck up, put a mask on and like, don't get other people sick. Yeah. It's like, don't even think of yourself. Maybe you have a death wish and that's yeah. your prerogative. Like we all, yeah, we all hate ourselves. We're all millennials <laughs> no. here. No, I'm kidding. Maybe you, maybe you want to die. I get it. But like, don't want other people to die. Come yeah, on, protect exactly. everyone else. Yeah. That's rude. <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> Don't be rude, dude. Uh, yeah. Part of me is continuing this conversation because I think it's important. Another part of me is continuing it because we're so close to hitting our goal, and I want Adam. Y'all to don't want to go party? What the fuck? Man? I want to go party. To be able to Let's do get out there. To do, so I'm kind of like purposely stalling. This is the only get out there in that COVID This might world. be the only day that Lucas and I get to party together, oh, <laughs> dude. You're right. <laughs> it's been I so know. long. We haven't it's partied so in so long. <laughs> Lucas comes over. We're like, we do work, and then Lucas goes home. I'm like, yeah, okay. We never get to party anymore. No. <laughs> oh, dude, no. we never party. My aunt asked my mom over the weekend, are you guys still going to Europe? And my mom was like, no. And then I just had that thing like, man, I want to go to Europe again with my friends. That yeah. was so fun. Can I? Who knows when that's going to happen again? I do want to shout out this bundle, which is historic. Celeste's on that bundle? Yeah. So oh. if you go to um, itch.io, there is a special bundle of games called the Bundle for Racial Justice and Equality. It's a pay what you want, at least $5. It is over 1,000 games included with over 840 creators. So this is like a $5,700 plus dollar in value, $5 minimum donation. Um, and there's only six hours left. You know, buy one for yourself, buy one for your friend. Who knows how long you'll have to be inside but this is enough games for a lifetime. And it's not just computer games. I see there's a rule book. Like there's the core tabletop book, RPG there's tabletops. games. Whoa, shit. There is multiplayer games, single player games, weird shit. indie stuff. Adam, we just hit the goal. Yeah. yeah! Uh, you guys, birthday. You guys keep talking. I'm going to go upstairs and make sure that the IRL stuff's good to go. You guys keep talking. Um, so this is itch.io? Yeah. And what's the value? Is it like a choose what you want? It's... You have to pay five bucks or more. Five or more. Oh and my gosh! And it's it's split. Celeste alone is worth five bucks or more. It's split between uh, the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund and the Community Bail Fund, which oh, is really cool. incredible. They've already raised seven point six million dollars. Wow! I'm like, wow. Uh, since hundred, yeah, seven point six, yeah, seven million six hundred thirty-four thousand sixty-one dollars and thirty-eight cents. Wow! Uh, you know what? Night in the Woods is in there. It's amazing. I believe that that is related to the pay what you want model. I've always found that to be. You will make more money if you say pick your dollar value. If people truly care about your product, you say pick your dollar value, and they will pay way more than what you were expecting. 
I think. Some people, I've done that. Some people will pay a dollar or whatever they can, but then yeah. some people are like, I can pay a lot more because and I, since I support I, I mean, you, I've done that. Like, yeah. there's been, like, I think it was, like, T-shirts. Or, I don't remember exactly what it was. And it was like, pay what you want. And I was like, well, let me think about it. For this product, how much would I normally yeah. pay for? Okay, if I wanted to, like, be a little bit more charitable because they're, like, giving me the option, like, I'll, I, I will go out of my way to give them an extra, extra money. Yeah. I think it was VHX, I think is the name of the company. They put together packages like that, and they had like a ton of data showing every time we do a pay what you want, we make like 10,000% mm. more. Wow. Uh, that's what we did for our clubhouse. So mm -hmm. everybody actually bought the bundle, and we played some of the multiplayer games together, and mm -hmm. they were all over the place. They were yeah. like that frog one where you're that's just awesome. like hopping around, or there was another one called Bombsy where um, we were just shooting each other. It was a lot of fun. Um, that's another thing you could do is like, hey, maybe if you have 25 bucks, you could buy one for yourself and four other friends send yeah. them the code, do this thing for charity, and then also invite them to all, like, play a game together with you. Yeah. Yeah, That's cool. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for, for crushing that Dude, goal honestly. Today. Yeah. Thank you, guys. In, in Adam's it, honor, thank you. In a perfect world, it, I would. I honestly was thinking, I was like, man, I wish we could go, like, miniature golfing. Oh, yes. <gasps> I miss mini golf. Yeah. There's a place over in Sherman Oaks. Uh, it's kind of like a boomers family Castle fun Park. center. Yeah. Castle Park, that's what it's called. And they have miniature golf there, but I don't I don't I don't think it's open. I don't think it's been no open. No way. Um I, I wouldn't also Guys, feel you need that. to tell me these kinds of things. They we need to, we want to play miniature golf. Yeah. Oh, because you would like figure something out. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Team building. We're just gonna like move the table and set up a miniature golf little could, like four hole thing right here. We could figure that out. Yeah. Um but the one thing that is open, and I have to—I want to call there just to make sure that you know. They said on their Instagram that they're set up for for people to like come and do dining inside, mm -hmm. but they also have outdoor seating. Yeah, and it's this little local brewery called McLeod's, and they have pizza and they have beer. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to call and make sure that they one are not fully packed because if they're packed, then like I don't want to go do that, um, and make sure that they have some outdoor seating. We we go there quite a bit. I went in there last year or last weekend to pick up some mm. beer and they were they had outdoor seating and it was all pretty well socially distant and it yeah. was it was one of those places where you go in order and then go outside it's like you wear a mask while you go in it's like one person in at a time so i'm pretty sure but yeah we should call yeah just call and make sure um because again like i don't know i'm not really interested in going going to a place or venue restaurant or bar that like yes they have people wearing masks but like i don't want to do indoor seating somewhere yeah. I really don't. I, I don't I either. really don't. I would rather just sit outside in, in the beautiful sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Away from the nasty people. <laughs> <laughs> there was um, this. Okay. So this is sort of related. Not really. Yeah. Um, when I was working in a game studio, there was like something going around like the flu that season. But there was like a, a AC and everybody who sat in a line, because we were all in rows in front of the oh, AC, we all blow. got sick. Oh, and everybody no. that's like outside of. That's gross. I know. That's yeah. disgusting. That, so, because, oh. so, you know, first it was one person and then yeah. another person. You're like, oh, they sit next to each other, whatever. Yeah. But when it was suddenly a line, mm. because it was this whole, you know, like those open floor plans yeah. where yeah. there's like rows and rows of like tables and everybody has their own desk. And there was a line of people right in front of the AC. And, then I, and wow. I was like, guys. It's like one person sneezes and it just shoots <laughs> down the line. Oh. And then I was like, oh, you guys, do you understand what's happening? Look, they all sit in front of the AC. Yeah. 
Well, let's make sure not to sit downwind of anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I know that's 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 the worst. I think like in the office space, it's very common for that to happen because and dorms of, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, because yeah. of things like air conditioning and all that. Yeah, exactly. The so it's like I know every time I go to work, I'm always like, I always try to pick a desk that's like not directly underneath an AC unit because I don't want anything like breezing I just my get direction. Cold. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's true yeah. too. I don't. I don't. Well, you're the resident polar bear. I know. I'm the person. We we we. Uh, I'm the person who, like goes to an Airbnb or whatever, and he said, and I set it to like 65, and I'm like, this will be great. Yeah. They this still don't charge great. me for the AC. Yeah. I'm like, this is. I'm gonna just live in an igloo. Yeah. Live in an igloo. We were talking the other day about how Airbnb used to be like the cheap option, and now oh it's like the God. opposite. No, it turned it's into like, like the, the boutique yeah. premium option. It used to be like the alternative to like a hotel. It's like, oh well, at half the price, we could just stay at someone else's house. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like cleaning fee weird tax that you don't yeah, understand right? like city tax all this shit yeah and now it's like way more it's so much more like we went to san diego first of all it was like very uncomfortable the idea of even getting an airbnb or a hotel because i still like you i don't know, know you don't know how well they're cleaning yeah like I'm, I'm still kind of like well, i don't know but we ended up getting uh, a a room at the residence in marriott mm-hmm. and it was Two hundred dollars cheaper than getting an Airbnb that was half the size. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, what happened? I mean, I know what happened, but like, yeah. dang, there should be like some sort of competitor. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's insane, but yeah, you know, it's, it is what it is. I guess. I, yeah. Whatever. Um, I was like super broke, but I had been awarded this award uh, for game design in New York mm-hmm. that they give away on Governor's Island. So mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I just got to get the, for the ticket to go to New York. Yeah. And I found this really cheap Airbnb. I think it was 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it was with a really poor family. And I think I like ended up using like the the daughter's like towel she had just <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> so scared. But it was like a way for me to make it to New York for yeah. this like important event in my life. Yeah, I remember that yeah. one time we did TwitchCon a couple years ago in San Diego. We stayed in like that pool house shed. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> that was rad, and I feel like that was probably like fifty bucks a night. Yeah, and I guess those deals are probably still there. You just, man, you used to be able to get like really nice places. Yeah, for I cheap. feel like it used to be a lot easier to get an Airbnb. Because, that was like, well, I mean. The real estate industry just sucks because it yeah. was like at first it was people like this is my one home, but I'm like, you know, I'm not using this half of it, so you can mm-hmm. use it. And then I think people just started buying I'm up houses, buy up a bunch of houses, being and like, this is gonna be my Airbnb. Airbnb house, yeah, and I have to pay it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the city got got privy to it, and they're like, well, if you're gonna do that, we're gonna tax the hell out of you Dude, for it. Dude, these cleaning fees though, it doesn't cost three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's so the dumbest. Much. That's the what dumbest. The I should be able to make a mess in here. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Isn't that what the fuck you're for? <laughs> for this price, I should be able to. The mess should be included. I think it was like the next step up from like the couch surfing community. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. it just kind of went all downhill. Well, and yeah. they'll have like a full book of like rules of like when you leave, put yeah, the like, towels here, do the laundry. And then they still have a cleaning fee. Yeah. And I'm like, then what the fuck? What, what am, am I, I doing? Paying for you then? should pay me that cleaning yeah, fee. Yeah, exactly. Like, this, I should get this money back. What the hell? Yeah, it's it's really, I don't know. Like, we, we got one for Augie's wedding. And, uh, that one, oh, yeah. I feel like that one was mostly fine. I mean, the only thing that they asked was like, 
just put the towels that you use in the in like a dirty laundry that basket. That one was pretty easy. But that one was like, yeah, it was very, and I don't think it was that much money. That one was clearly though a home that was bought to be an Airbnb yeah, house. There 100%. was no character. All no. the furniture was like weirdly yeah. like never used. Yeah. All the drawers were empty. I brought a bunch of Blu-rays and there was no Blu-ray there was player. No Blu-ray and I was like, player. God damn it! What the fuck? Yeah. Man? What what kind of house? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? There was first like, of all, there were no clothes anywhere. Like in the closets, all the closets were empty. Yeah. It was definitely somebody like somebody's. It probably was a summer house that they had that they're like, you know what, fuck it, let's just Airbnb it. It'll, yeah. be, it'll make us more money that way. Um, yeah. So, what you got? You got the IRL set up over Wild there? Wild world. <laughs> it's a crazy world. Guys. <laughs> you gave me the mm, shrug. That's not good. Okay, Adam. You're the boss. Okay. Well, first I got to call this place, and I got to make sure that like one, they're it's open. not packed. <laughs> Two, they're open. It's kind of early. Yeah, it's kind of early. They open at 4. Oh, it's 5.20. I forgot yeah. we start at 1 now. <laughs> you mean 4. Or 4. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot we get here at 1, start at 4. I was thinking it was like 3-ish. I get here all the time since I live here. Right. Yes. <laughs> of course. It all makes sense now. Let me call them really quick. Okay. Yes, that does Adam apparently has some place he's calling. And oh, yeah. You guys have never been there. I guess not. He already told us what 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 it was. Um. Yeah, I don't go places. Right, 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 right. You go places. I love this spot. It's like okay, I go to burrito places and coffee shops. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's like it's in like a residential like neighborhood in Van Nuys. It's like next to a res- residential neighborhood, but there's a street of like industrial stuff, and there's a brewery. It's cool Look, view of some palm trees. You know. <laughs> When the coronavirus has almost disappeared and we can travel again, I will take you to my mountain village in Thailand. We can all go together and we'll all get matching tattoos like we <laughs> we're part of Lord of the Rings or something. Where did uh, this that conversation come from? Is this a- I don't know, but I'm oh, in. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> oh, it's just a Malika jump. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but it sounds amazing. Okay, well, cool. you know, since you said you never get out, mm, we gotcha. can go back to the other side of the world. Yeah. yeah, where the the IRL internet is even better than our own country. Truth, <laughs> truth. Mm. It was pretty good over the weekend. I only had one or two little hi- hiccups. Pretty. Remember good. Remember when we were growing up and they made us believe? I'm not gonna say what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we were told the whole time growing up that we were the best country in the world, and we had so much reason to believe that. Yeah, I mean, we're I, the I, richest, I, most powerful. It's like I, if we're so rich, why can't we have internet everywhere? I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, like. To me, America is the best in that, like, like vanilla ice cream is the best. Yeah. You know, it's just like. There are a lot of great things I love about this country, but I we, do we like were sold other some lies for know? sure. We were for sure sold some lies. I mean, it's like how how is somewhere like the best? That's right? a good question. And that's sort of the problem, I think, is that we were brainwashed <laughs> and be like, no, this is the best. I remember being told some stuff that it's like, that's not even close to true. I mean, I feel like part of the whole sell to make America work is you have to believe that. Yeah, I was thinking like I was thinking about the Pledge of Allegiance that we do in public school. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah. It's literally called I like it starts I pledge allegiance to the flag. So that's weird that we make kids do that for like eighteen or twelve years of their life. Something kind of weird. You should know about Thailand. It's um, every morning all traffic stops. And everybody has to listen to the national anthem. Mm-hmm. People will That's just cool. stop what they're doing in the middle of the park, and they just 
Yeah. They listen to the national anthem. Well, people, they have a king there. Yeah, and we take have that a king. very seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very serious. Um, if like you, you can get in trouble. Like you can disappear. Yeah. They will make you disappear if you criticize the royal family. That's yeah. crazy. Like I don't want to say shit right now. We live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah I'm not saying America's a bad place by any means, but there are some things that, you know, there there we were told we were the best, and I've seen some better countries out there. Okay, I've seen some <laughs> countries that like those are better in every way. So I called, no response. Mm. Oh no. They said, bring your dogs, bring oh. your masks. You can come hang out and have outdoor seating. It is dog friendly. I'm you can text us sure. if you want to, if you have any additional questions. So I texted them, and they say they have nine tables free outside. Woo! So there's Let's space. Go. So there's space. That can great. we make a rule? Yeah. For our own personal comfort, that mm-hmm. if like it gets a little too crowded, we can piece yeah. piece the fuck out. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah, dude! Me and Adam can chug beers so quick. Yeah. Let's We've go. been to Europe together. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As long as it's outside and there's plenty of room, yeah. I'm cool. Uh, oh, we can two, bring the dogs. Same. I don't want to. I don't. One, I don't want to sit indoors. Two, I don't want to go to any venue that's too crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm Agreed. still. I'm still like. I mean, we're all like that. I'm paranoid. Like, Nine tables oh, totally. available. If their small outdoor patio sounds like they're completely bi- open, uh, uh, oh, empty. Yeah. yeah. Like they're. It's a and small outdoor area. And if they have indoor, indoor seating, they're probably spaced out quite a bit too. Yeah. It's not and a huge place. Yeah. So. It's not that big, but. Monday. Nine tables free is a lot. Yeah. Monday is a good day to party. It sure is. Okay. Well, uh, we have to run an ad. Okay. So that's enough time to get a jacket, get your wallet, and get the fuck out. Okay. Get my dog. So uh, we're gonna run a couple clips. Grab the dogs. We're bringing the dog. Oh, okay. And it's fenced in. No, but okay. we'll just put it's him on leash. leash. Yeah. Keep him on leash. He'll be fine. Yeah. It, it might be fenced in. We'll see. Well, it's not a dog park. You're not going to let your dog off in a restaurant. No, no. no. <laughs> I would not let Huck off. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to bring the pups with us. Okay. Uh, we're going to very quickly cut to a uh, couple clips, and then, and then we'll come right back in. on the IRL cam, and you can hop in the back. Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> 